Facebook, we are chatting to uh, Maria Mariaba, who's been, uh, who spent 23 years in the automobile industry. And this year, by the way, she was appointed the Vice President, National Automobile Dealers Association. Good afternoon, Chima Shea. Good afternoon to you, Vito and Unati Molweni to the Radio 2000 listeners as well. Welcome How are you? Ah, no, we are good. We are good. We are delighted to have you on the show. Thank you. It's great to be on the show. And I love the vibe in that studio. Ah, no, we also have a vibe. Awesome. Yes, that's why I even wanted to ask you, Mina, if Palo Welding has best thing, if any shakon, and that's the motors again, I can join up. We've evolved. I'm that generation. I'm that generation. You are that generation. Yes. And you and I are the same. Absolutely. But we've evolved. Oh, we've evolved. We are now a mobility solution provider. If it's got wheels, that's us. Okay. No peto mongs ngao falga ma vilmus. Mang kwati le nya puma nya hamba ngamba no peto am vum vum. Out of here. Leave the Ferrari behind. Eh? <laughs> yes, the Ferrari behind. <laughs> so, 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 Marcia, what do you do yes. as a vice president of the National Automobile Dealers Association? So, yes, uh, thank you, thank you, Glenn, and thank you, Nati, for having me this afternoon. Yes. And my recent promotion, um, which is Nada as vice uh, chairperson, vice president, uh, is is such an awesome opportunity that that has come my way. Like you mentioned, after twenty three years. Mm. Finally, one gets to be positioned in an organization that talks for the dealers in South Africa. Yeah, so, and it's dominated so not, by men. Yes, yes, yes. yes, story, yes. Of, story of my life. Yeah. Uh, so so NADA is the mouthpiece and, and it represents all the franchise dealerships in South Africa. Okay. And, um, and, and we also represent our customers so that we are conducting business in an ethical manner. And we obviously engage with government and we engage with the, the OEM, which is the original equipment manufacturers, yes. who own the brands, for example, Ford, Mazda, VW, etc. My role, my role, I'm going to chair the transformation, diversity and inclusion portfolio, which is something very close to my heart mm. in terms of how does this picture look better than it did when I joined in 1997. And, so, and, and what attracted you to the motor industry? Because you, you know now very well, you know, boys from as early as five, six, seven years old love cars. They talk about cars, <laughs> Ferraris, Porsches, whereas girls, you know, look at cars differently. Hey, Glenn, to be honest with you, and this is a story I share all the time. Yes. I never chose the motor industry. Mm. Um, I actually wanted to be a lawyer. Okay. And I dropped out of university because uh, my mom died of breast cancer in 1995. Mm. And, and the motor industry is the only one that opened its doors to, to me. And in fact, it was Barlow World. I've come full circle. Yes. Um, so Barlow World opened its doors and it was on the truck rental side of the business. Mm. And, and when I got in, uh, Glenn, I looked at this picture. Yes. It's like, bah, 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 fine. Mm. Bakai basadi, you know? And I looked around and I said, okay, Marsha, it looks like you're going to be needed here. So literally five years later, I decided I'm going to be a necessary disruptor in the motor industry. And as, as a black female of many firsts in the various positions, mm. I decided to position myself and say, I'm not going to sit and be a backbencher. I'm going to use myself in this motor industry, and have a voice and a say mm. so that I can influence and shape what this thing looks like in the future. Wow. Because being the only one is, is not right. So how is the industry managing to stay afloat during this uh, lockdown period? 
it's, it's, it's very tough, again, like many other industries that are impacted. I mean, the, the South African motor industry, we contribute 6, six to 7% of the GDP of, of, of the economy of South Africa as the motor industry. Mm. So we, we've really taken a beating like, like everybody else. Mm. We've had to tighten our belts. Uh, people are still buying cars, but the market is, is operating at about 50% of, mm, mm. Of, of what we were used to pre-lockdown. Yes. When we started, so let me put it into perspective. When we started pre-lockdown, the economy was already suppressed. Mm. We called the market. We said, okay, we think we're probably going to have a 5% decline 2019 to 2020. Yes. Pre-lockdown or during lockdown, and here we are, we're now calling the market at 30%. Mm. So that's that's a big, big influence on, on what is happening in the motor industry. Is the industry so, changing in terms of being accommodating to, to, to women? You know, I take my car for a service once in a while and yes. I hardly ever come across f- uh, female mechanics, you know. Most of the females <laughs> who work there are in, in administration. We are making progress, Glenn, but mm. very slow. Mm. So, and, and, and this for me is why I'm appreciating the positioning that, that I've got this opportunity at NADA to shape an influence policy yes. and, and, and to have more female representation. For the first time in 23 years, mm. Glenn and Unati, yes. I feel I have a voice mm. and I feel that I can actually utilize my voice for the embetterment of women in the motor industry. And you're quite right. We are very, very few. But mm. I can tell you, it's looking much, much better than it did in 1997. I can mm. tell you that much. You know, but we still have a long way to go. You know, um, um, uh, when I'm Mashia, there is a very popular pizza pizza franchise in the country. I won't yes. mention the name, but in a Kalayayo, it's red, predominantly red, right? Okay. And I normally go there to buy pizza, and there's only only men who work there. And I've asked them many a times, like guys, why is are there no women? You know, we even sent them an email. They never responded to, to the email. And when I spoke to some people, you know, even some females, you know, people were making up excuses like, no, they close later. I'm like, no, man. There are other companies like your MACD. You can go to MACD. You'll still find women working at 3 o'clock in the morning. Why is it this company only employs men only? Yes. So um, from now on, I'm no longer supporting them. It's, it's, the you know, you get organizations, and it happens everywhere. And for mm. me, it's, it's gender profiling and gender bias. No, but it's, it not only suscept- it's not only susceptible to males. Us as females as well, mm. you know, we, we gender profile and we say, okay, you know, simply because this person is like this or has this yes. character and these attributes, mm. no, they can't do this job. Mm. So, um, and, and it's, it's, it's actually quite a travesty that you still have, like you mentioned, that pizza place, with, yeah. which is which is pro-male. But They've got female customers. Yes. So whoever owns that franchise or that particular outlet, they're not meeting their customer profile and the diversity of their clients. And you can't operate. This this is a new world. It's a global trend. You can't operate like that. Absolutely, Marcia. Such a pleasure chatting to you. You're such an inspiration. And thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us. Thank you. Thank you, Marcia. Thank you, Glenn. I really appreciate it. And to you, Unati. Happy Women's Month to all the ladies in South Africa and your listenership. And all I was asking for is that our legacy should be we made it better than when we found it as women in corporate. Thank you so, so much. You're welcome. Mashia Mayaba there.